Roxy. Hello, Maria. <laughs> uh, Roxanne Acre here with us today on Room for Rent. Uh, very happy to have you in your Aviator Nation t-shirt. <laughs> I am. I we have, we're twinsies, brand yeah, twinsies. I love it. So uh, you're comic. That's how we know each other. Mm-hmm. You're I'm, stand up. You so. are. You're not an open mic. You're 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 a real comic. I just got paid to do a show tonight. That that's so. all it takes. So that's all it takes. So yeah, you just got here. You you came from a show, comedy show, stand up yes, show. I did. That's what you do. Yeah. How'd it go? It went well. Um, it was outside though. Oh my god. And it's like it's you a know, chilly. it's like California freezing right mm-hmm. now. So um, my nose started running. <laughs> Oh my god! While I was on stage, and at one point I just like snotted all over the mic, and <laughs> did people notice? Yeah, I got a little flustered, but I made a joke out of it. Um, but I don't know if they appreciated the joke I made about giving everyone COVID. Oh <laughs> yeah, think. those jokes don't tend to go over <laughs> very well. I thought it was brilliant, mm. but you know, sometimes the audience just doesn't get yeah. it. Yeah, you know? was it an older crowd? No. Oh. It was a younger crowd. Interesting. Yeah. A woke group. Perhaps. It was. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for coming, making time for us to oh, be yeah, on the I'm pod. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited. No, I can't wait to hear your roommate story. Have you had a lot of roommates in your life? Yes, okay, I have. Okay, me too. Um, a lot. Because I've been living on my own since I was 18. Mm. And then you almost... You and know, you went to college. I mean, you went to college. Did you have, like roommates in the dorms right so my freshman year I played volleyball Mm. and so I lived with teammates and um and then every year after that so I stopped playing volleyball after my freshman year and then um yeah I just had like you know every year is the trend you get like a new roommate almost yeah oh yeah I moved every year of college yeah had a different roommate every year yeah do you have do have you kept track of how many roommates you've had in your life Oh, I guess I don't know the number offhand, but I'd probably say I'm, like, sitting around, like... Because sometimes I lived with, like, two other people or three other people. And that counts. Yeah, they so count. I've had, like... And parents count? Boyfriends count? Oh. Oh, wow. Then I've had, like, 20 roommates. Yeah. See, I, like, if you've lived with your parents... This is oh, another episode I, I did. We got into an argument on Malik's episode because he says that if you live with your parents as an adult, it doesn't count as a roommate. I and feel I, like it should. It does. Yeah. Because you're like on your own in a lot of ways. Like, and you're still, you like, you have to figure things out. Well, yeah, but were you paying rent? Sometimes. When oh, I lived okay. with my mom, we would split the rent. When I lived oh, okay. with my dad, it was different. But uh, yeah, so you, I mean, I've had like 13 roommates. Yeah, that's a good it's amount. A, it's a lot. Like, yeah. I, I, and I don't mind it. Like, I've had some crazy ones, but I, I've had really good ones the last like three that I've had. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I've had some, some sketch, not sketchy situations, just uh, well, bad breakups. Oh, <laughs> well, no, not even breakups, like roommate breakups, not even oh. like boyfriend breakups. Wait, let's talk about that. Um, oh God, I can't With believe. women? I've actually haven't talked about this. Yes. I haven't okay. talked about this in Years and years and years since it very first happened. It'll be fresh. Okay. (laughs) So I lived with a pair of sisters. Okay. Twins? No. Okay. Do not recommend living with a pair of sisters. They are both very cool people and like super nice Mm -hmm. and like just genuine good people. Um, But I would never live with a pair of sisters ever again because... um, 
when push comes to shove or something happens, a sister is always going to have the back of oh, her for sister. Sure. For sure. You know? So I ran into a little bit of that situation. So you my. Got, you got to get into it though. Like you're being polite right <laughs> now. And like, I really need you to dive in head first okay, and so just tell, like, we get it. Girls, like, girls can be a little. It can be tense living with women, even who are not sisters. So right. So want to get into it. Um, my best friend at the time. I'm going to change his name. That's fine. <laughs> we'll change. We'll do a change it all. We'll call him Ben. Okay. Okay. Um, and I do have another friend named Ben, but this is not Ben. Um, so I introduced him to my roommate, mm-hmm. the older sister. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm talking about this. Okay. And anyway, they hit it off. <laughs> it's got, it, it better be juicy because okay. you're like, I can't believe I'm talking about this. This is so crazy. And then it's like, if it's lame, well, I'm going th- to have to cancel the okay, podcast. I think the <laughs> reason why I'm, I'm like building it up like this is because I have a lot of regret about how I handled this situation. Okay. okay. So like, th- I think fair. that's where the trepidation comes from. Um, so I introduced him to the older sister. Mm-hmm. They hit it off. They started dating. Things are going great, you know? Okay. And I always, you know, I talked about how, like, oh, one day at their wedding and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was giving myself so much credit for introducing them, even though, granted, like, they probably would have met otherwise anyway. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we all went to the same high school and shit, too. So mm, whatever. Okay. Um, oh, God. And so uh, one night... Ben was throwing a big party. Classic. And um, I think there's a big Louisville basketball game or something. We had a big win. Um, And there's a big party there afterwards. And the older sister wasn't there. Uh Uh-huh. I got sleepy, okay? I'd been drinking a lot. For so you were all night. tipsy and sleepy. Yeah. Okay. I, I was drunk and sleepy. And, you know, my best friend Ben is like, go lay down. Like, you're, don't be a party pooper and, like, lay down in the middle of the party or whatever. Go lay down in my bed. Okay, cool. So I went and crashed in his bed. We had gone on, like, spring break vacations together. Like, I'd known this guy for, like... And he had he ever made a move on you? Never had made a move okay. on me, no. Just good friends. 100% platonic. Which is crazy when you're that young, because that doesn't always happen that way. Well, like, I was always a boyfriend kind of girl, so mm. I usually had, like, somebody... And yeah, he was yeah. a, he was a girl, He was a girlfriend kind of guy, too. Okay. This is the second friend of mine that I introduced him to that he dated. Wow. So his, his girlfriend before that was one of my volleyball teammates. Okay. So it was very platonic. Like, I was literally setting him up with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's like, go sleep in my bed. So I go sleep in his bed. Um, and then Uber wasn't, like, a big thing yet you know Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like I'll just catch an uber home it was like I'm not gonna walk home right you know right and then um he you know I guess hours later came to bed got in bed and and you were still there and I was still there okay and we slept woke up the next morning literally nothing happened like at all um but I don't know if he told his girlfriend and my roommate, mm. like, you know, for the sake of transparency, I don't yeah. know how exactly she found out that we had slept in the same bed, but it was 
ugly. It was really bad. She was very hurt, felt very betrayed, which I understand. Yeah, I mean. Like, I would have felt the exact same way. And how old were you? 20. Yeah, see, that's the other thing, is, like, people don't know how to deal with things like that at 20. Like, I feel like once you're in your 30s, you're like, okay, I can handle, like, I know, I know how I'm going to handle myself, but, like, right. you're, you're in, when you're 20, you're having experiences like that to learn how to live through them. Yeah. So that's how, you, you can't feel ashamed of it. Like, you have to. I, I do, but I do still feel really guilty. Well, not just about that, <laughs> about what transpired after that. Okay. Because then it became like a them versus me kind of thing with the mm. roommate situation because mm-hmm. they're sisters, mm-hmm. you know? So the living situation just felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. I also felt like my integrity came into question too, where it's like, you know, it wasn't cool that I slept in the same bed with my roommate's boyfriend. That like, number one, isn't cool. But also it's like, I got really defensive because it's mm. like, well, I felt territorial. He's my friend. He was mm-hmm. my friend first. Mm-hmm. And then I also got really defensive where I was like, I would never like do anything with your boyfriend. Like that's not who I am. Like, so then it because I was like, that would be beneath me. And it's like, well, what are you trying to say about my boyfriend? <laughs> like, yeah, there's that. Having there, sex with that. your boyfriend is beneath me. Like, mm, <laughs> that doesn't really help. Well, uh, and, and I don't have other woman energy either. That's like not my vibe. No. So. Um, <laughs> That's not my brand. Yeah, that's so off-brand for me. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so then it became a very hostile situation to live in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Did, wait, so did they stay together, though? Oh, yeah, they- yeah, yeah. They're married oh. now, and they have three beautiful children. Whoa, fast yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, so they're fine. So you really shouldn't feel bad about the situation. Well, just wait. Okay. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> so then... So then um, I'm like, okay, I'm going to move out. This is not, like, livable with, you know, a roommate who hates me. And mm-hmm. then it's, like, breaking up our friend group, too. And, like, <clears throat> shit just got bad. Did you feel like you had, like, the scarlet letter on your chest? Like, did you feel like you were sort of made to be a whore, but you hadn't really done anything wrong? Where they're like, oh, she can't be trusted. Like, she sleeps with other people's boyfriends. And, a like, little bit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. That's how That's I tough. felt. And... Um, and that's still not my brand. So <laughs> I, um, as she has a red leather jacket on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, go ahead. I sleep with other people's girlfriends. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, well, shit. <laughs> no. So then, um, you know, I'm looking for a new place to live and, um, but I just felt like I couldn't even communicate with them. I felt, um, also, my OCD was really rampant at this mm-hmm. point, so I was blowing a lot of things out of proportion in my mind. And and sorry, you're talking about real OCD. Like you're not gonna be like, oh my god, I have OCD. No, like, you I'm talking have real about no, I have like um, relationship themed <laughs> obsessive and compulsive disorder. Yeah, so where this is a real condition. Yeah, no, like I hyperanalyze. <laughs> I don't even know where am I looking. Oh, um, there's a camera right there. There's like three though. So like, yeah, we're, that one's yours. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So. <laughs> I'm like, I, I literally hyperanalyze and uh, panic about all the relationships in my mm. life. So when this was going on, I was just ruminating for hours and hours and hours to the point where I was like throwing up and things oh like my that. God. Yeah. So like legitimate OCD about these relationships. And 
So uh, I'm freaking out. I'm like, I got to get out of here. And I decided to do it while they were out of town on like a family thing, I think. I think one of them might have had a sporting event and the other one mm -hmm. was... But I also took all the furniture with me. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, so they didn't know that that was happening mm. until they came home to an empty living room. And that But burnt. you're like, what's mine is mine. Right? Yes. Yes. Um, and at the time, I did feel like I was backed into a corner. Yeah. Um, so but but in I, hindsight, I wish I would have handled that differently. I really don't think you should feel bad. Oh, God, Maria. Thank you. Is it, does that. it get worse than this? You guys, we were set up, okay? She said that this was going to be a really juicy story. And well, I don't know. How she's like, wait, feel? it gets worse. Wait, it gets worse. Well, and how then, would you feel I, if you walked in and all of your furniture is gone? If I'd been a bitch to the girl leading up to that point, I think I would be like, you know what? I get it. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, especially that, like, I lived with four girls my sophomore year of college. I was 20. Mm -hmm. And it, it, was, it was tough. None of them were sisters, but it was four girls I'd known one of them since high school, the other three I met in college, and we all got along really well, like mm -hmm. all things considered, but like there was one girl that we all thought was eating our food, and then there was like another girl who would like do the splits in front of guys when they came over to like show off how flexible she was, but she had a boyfriend. Like there's all these like, if they ever Wait. watch this, they're gonna be like, excuse me, we need to talk. Um, but there was just like, like things that people do when they're young and like, Co it's co-ed living like right. it's just like the yeah. lifestyle and then like there was we all would go tanning every day like we would go to tanning but I mean we were like the quintessential state college girls <laughs> uh gross Honestly, wow okay gross. so okay but back to your story I don't think you should feel bad because they were like you I guess made a mistake in terms of Maybe you shouldn't have slept in his bed, but like when you, this sounds, I don't know. When you went upstairs to sleep, did you have the intention of sleeping there all night? Like, did you go up there knowing, okay, he's going to come up here and go to bed at some point, but like, it's cool because we're just friends or did you not, were you I not I honestly thinking? don't remember. Yeah. Cause I, you've been drinking. <laughs> so you're probably drinking, just like, yeah. God damn, I'm sleepy. I'm going to go take a nap. Next thing you know, eight hours have gone by or whatever. I don't know. I, I ended up mending the relationship a little bit years later. And it, like, all worked <laughs> out. Was sort of mending it. It worked out for them. It worked out for them. So, so that's like, the other reason I don't think you should feel bad. And I'm still unmarried and childless. So they won. But that's you what know? you want. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the ideal situation, okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I just don't think you should feel bad. Because the other thing is, I mean, I... I'm a, well, I don't know. If I, I'm a little bit the kind of person of like, I don't think everybody needs to know everything all the time. Like, I don't necessarily think that unless he got caught or something and somebody else found out and then he had to explain oh, yeah. something. No, but like, I don't necessarily think they needed to. Yeah. I yeah don't you're like an ignorance is bliss kind of person. And I'm a like a transparency bit. is mandatory yeah, But not person. like all, like, I just think sometimes if people know things, then it, it forces them to then come up with even more scenarios down the road. But if the, if you weren't, you really weren't doing anything wrong. Like you were sleeping in the wrong place, but you weren't having sex with them. You guys didn't hook up. Right. There was, it wouldn't have been awkward the next day. 
Would it have been? What do you mean? Like, it, like between the two of you, you if you wake up next to him the next morning, but nothing's happened, you just get oh, up. Oh, between me and leave. my friend Ben? Yeah. <laughs> no. So it wouldn't have been, like, it just, nobody would have ever thought about it again after that night, right? And so you're almost hurting the girlfriend more by having told her all of that, and then she's going to automatically think you're lying because she probably thinks... No man, no woman could lay next to my man and not want to sleep with him because that's how she feels about him. Right. And yeah, so I, I just think unless somebody else like saw you coming out of the room and then rumors get spread or whatever, then there's that. Well, that's but, how our group operated. Yeah. So. so then it's like you do have to kind of explain, but I just think, I mean, obviously worked out between them. Like, yeah. I'm sure he's not sleeping in women's beds now or whatever. Like having women coming over and I sleeping in this bed and not having sex with them. I mean, that'd be wild. You're like, this is my sleepover, buddy. <laughs> I know I'm married, but do you want to just come over and spend the night? Spend the night. That would be wild. Like, can you imagine if men and women could get to a point where they could control each other that themselves that much that you could be married and have a sleepover with like your male friend? Well, you know, that it's would funny. Be wild. It's funny that you mentioned that though, because, um, you know. My current boyfriend, one time, like, we hadn't been dating for that long, but I was like, oh, my friend, this guy's actual name is Ben. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, my friend Ben is coming to town, and he's like, oh, cool, and I'm like, I'm so excited, and blah, 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 and then the day he's coming, um, Dylan asked me, my boyfriend, he was like, where is he staying? And I was like... With us, bitch. I was like, oh, I thought... And at the time, Dylan and I weren't living together. Mm. So I was like, oh, he's staying with me. And he was like, that's cool. And then I was like, oh, so this is like an adult slumber. You know, for yeah, me, yeah, I'm thinking like yeah. sleepovers. Yeah. Like he's coming over. We're going to stay the night. And then I can totally see how that was do like. Do you have a lot of platonic male friends? I do. Okay. Yeah. I do too. But I still wouldn't want them, like, spending the night in my house. No, some I actually have sleepovers with. Some before I moved in with Dylan, and now You're even... You're a fascinating person. Even this now that I live... This is, like, even, I don't know. Even now that I live with Dylan, one of my good friends, um, Danny, he just... He has a habit of drinking too much, and we never want him to drive mm-hmm. home. So that I'm understand. always just, like, spend the night. And so we actually call our, like, second room, our guest bedroom. Sometimes we're just, like, Danny's room. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like he's, like, your child. He's, like, your drunk little child. Yeah, a little. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, like, you should have his, little, his name above the bed. Oh, yeah, and, like, letter, wooden letters, yeah. Danny. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I mean, I rest my case. I don't think you should feel bad. Everything worked out for them. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And then I just was in really weird living situations after that. Like, um... I lived with my godmother and her adult nephew. So it was like I was living with a 50-year-old woman and a 35-year-old man, and I was 20 years old. Um, And none of us were fucking. (laughs) I mean, I would hope not. But it was just a very random, like, sitcom-esque living situation. I don't even think I have a godmother. Mm. So that's one you have on me because I don't think I will ever live with a godmother because I've never had one. Yeah, having a godmother is great. It's they're really pretty much the same as an aunt. Yeah, I mean, I think I have I had like aunties growing up or yeah. whatever. But did have you ever had like what's your pet peeve with roommates? Like, have you ever had a roommate that was just like disgusting or like where just everything they did annoyed you? Because it's one thing to have like 
what happened with you and the mm-hmm. sisters and like that's a very specific situation but that's not like a co-living uh conflict that's like that's almost right. like a friendship thing and then you guys happen to live together so like have you had what give me the roommate conflicts that um come to mind. well I went through a um a phase after I quit playing volleyball where I was like waking up really early at like 4 four thirty, and Oof. going and working out and Oof. I got like super into fitness and Oof. stuff and Hard um pass. And I would come home and make a protein shake Mm -hmm. in a blender Mm. at like six o'clock in the morning in a small little Mm -hmm. house Mm -hmm. with paper thin walls Mm -hmm. that me and my friends could afford. And um, eventually one of my roommates was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Isn't it funny though how you like let them go for a while and you'd be like, oh, she's doing it again. And then you forget about it, and then it happens. You're like, oh, she's doing it again. And then eventually, you're just going to say something because you can't take it anymore. Right. And so by the time by the time you say something, it like it's boiled over. It's it's like I'm very angry about this thing that could really easily be resolved. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, And then um, I don't know if it was like a a pet peeve. I did have a roommate one time who um, would hook up with a bunch of different guys, which I was all about during a certain period of my life. (laughs) Um, But she would always bring them back to our place. Mm. And so, like, every other weekend or so, there'd just be, like, some... Like, I'd walk upstairs, and there's just some dude, like, in our kitchen or, like, walking by. And it it was especially alarming. I think one time it happened at, like, 2 in the morning. I was, like, going to the bathroom or something. And... This like random, I cross paths with this like random man in a dark, you know, Ooh. and I was like, ah, like, <laughs> who yeah, the, who the? But fuck? even though, I mean, if your roommate was doing it that frequently, you you're at least prepared to have strangers in your house eventually. But it still was like, <laughs> I don't trust these men. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I'm all for women being like sexually liberated. Right, and everything, me too, for sure. But the thing that's tricky is like, if you bring them back to your house, it could be. A potentially dangerous situation, but if you go to their house, it's, it's the same also, thing. You might go missing. Like, I know. Like I look back on it's, ta- it's hard. How many randos homes I went to, and I'm like, how did I not end up dead in a ditch? Yeah. Like, well, there's still time. I am <laughs> yeah, seriously though. I almost always went to them because for me it's a control yeah. thing. I can leave whenever I want. Yeah. I can, you know. Yeah, so yeah. where I I was nervous to have those conversations of like you can leave now. Mm. You know, I mean, you seem like somebody who has very good boundaries. So I feel like you'd have no problem being like, it's time like for that. you to go. No, no, no? I'm actually, oh. um, I wasn't always this way where I have like decent boundaries. Uh-huh. Um, and so I definitely, I mean, I would have like serious anxiety about asking people to do anything for do you? anything like I would vomit yeah. like I oh would have diarrhea I oh would oh my god my OCD was I'm really bad oh I'm, I know you're yeah. so like scared of vomit like the fact that you are so afraid to tell somebody what to do that you would like I, I'm like the opposite where if I thought something was going to make me vomit it would force me to do something <laughs> like if not being married was going to make me vomit I would get married 
right now. Oh, God. Like, that's how much I don't. I don't know if you're supposed to talk about this on podcast, but I don't like it. Like, my friend's kid was sick all weekend last weekend, and she was like, yeah, she's just vomiting. And Dude, Rhea, one time you were like, we wouldn't be friends No, you vomited. No, I know. I'm not. I am. I, this is the kind of person that I am, okay? I don't like vomit. This has been a PSA. Uh, I don't, until sophomore year of of college I had not thrown up since fourth grade that's that's how you know I have control issues because if you can control not throwing up because you're so afraid to and then the night that I did in college I played beer pong with crystal light and vodka oh god you're gonna make me vomit right now (laughs) and crystal light and vodka was the jam Back in, what year was it? 2009? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were the good old days. Yeah, it, but it was Burnett's and Crystal Light. Oh, and I bet it, it was wasn't like, like Grey Goose. And, I bet it was like uh, fucking... It was probably just plain. Flavored. Yeah, it was probably just plain Burnett's. And then uh, like pink lemonade Crystal right Light. That was my flavor. Yeah. And I wasn't even a big drinker. I had a bad day. I was really mad. I made homemade tempura at home. On a Friday night. As a sophomore in college yeah, does? Yeah, that's the kind of person I am. I'm weird. Like, I like to cook. And I was like, oh, look, a bot. you can make tempura. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Dude, I was making so, like ham and cheese sandwiches. No, I was doing all kinds. I mean, the people I lived with like to cook, though. So it wasn't that weird. And then we lived next door to the Oregon State baseball team. Oh, hell yeah. And they were the national champions. So they never had to go to class. Like the teachers would just give them grades. Oh. And they were travel like baseball travels during the week. And so, or during the weekend. And so during the week they would drink because that was the only time they were in town. And so they had a party and uh, they were playing beer pong. And I was like, I'll play beer pong, but I don't drink beer. And they're like, well, you can play with Crystal Light and vodka. I'm like, sounds good. <laughs> I have pictures from that night. Like, I, fa- I have, I wore a pink, uh, I had a pink dress on that was, like, this color. My hair was short. I had, like, Karen hair. Oh, I had Yeah, I had, like, talk to your manager hair, and I was so mad. And I, the crazy thing was, I, I was very good at beer pong for somebody who really didn't like drinking beer and would, like, do other things mm-hmm. to not have to drink the beer. And I, I won that night, but then... I lost very badly in the bathroom oh after. Yeah, but I wouldn't throw up for like two hours. Like I was in there and my roommates were like, come on, Maria, throw up. You'll feel so much better. Like it's okay. It's not going to be. And I was like, I'm going to die before I do this. They, I wait, I tried to hold it in for so long. They left me and went to McDonald's. They're like, we have to go get chicken nuggets. We'll be back. Can you throw up soon? Like that would be great. Dude, I, <laughs> I mean, I know you don't want to talk about this, but like I've vomited a lot in my life. I believe it. That's probably why we'll never be roommates. <laughs> that and the cats. Like, yeah, you know. the cats. Yeah, you've got cats. It's, I can't. What is it with people wanting to have indoor cats? I, okay, so it was sprung on me. And I was in a situation where I wasn't allowed to have animals. But my boss, I worked on a boat dock on the Ohio River in Louisville, Kentucky. What? During the summer. It was a great job. I could work in a bikini and I made tips. I mean, come on. Come on. The things I learn about you every time we get together, <laughs> it's just fascinating because you just seem like this sort of mom type of person now. <laughs> and you're like, bitch, I was on a bikini on a boat dock and I made tips. And you're like, boat. It was literally a gas barge, Maria. I was on a gas barge in my bikini. What was the biggest tip you ever tips? got? Um, I, 
one time a guy handed me $200 bills. Wow. So that would be $200. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Well, good for you. Did you ever think yeah. about getting into the stripping industry after that? You're like, hey, if I can do this in a bikini. Honestly, well, I, the next step I thought about was Hooters. Oh, I thought about Hooters too. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about that. And just for the laughs, I would have done it. <laughs> Did you see the? Did you see the tweet? I would. I would. I want to do it for the last. I'm like. I. I was born with these honkers. Yeah. Like I might as well. Um, did you see the tweet today about the kid whose parents took him to Hooters for his like sixth birthday or no. something, oh and God. they're getting flamed for it online? Oh yeah, everybody's mad. Oh, Why? Who can't believe you take your son to Hooters? They have good wings. They do. And like, I literally... And it's hard to find a Hooters nowadays. My roommates in college would order takeout from Hooters and they would be like, hey, we're getting Hooters. Do you want anything? Oh, yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> go get wings and come home with it. You know, like that's yeah. how good the food is. How close did you get to actually applying to Hooters? I had the conversation with my parents about it. Oh. See, I never had... I would have never had a conversation with them, not because I would have been afraid they would have said no. I just like... I think they would have been like, yeah, that'll last not very long. Like, because mm. they don't, my parents were always like, never work in the food industry. Like, get a retail job or like, oh. do whatever. So like, that was probably honestly why I never did it. Because it was like, it was that more than anything. Because the Hooters girls are pretty covered up. Like, they're more covered up than like. they want to be. Yeah, but they're like, they, you have, they, they have to the wear tights. tights yeah. And then they have to wear socks and sneakers. And then. The, I mean, I guess you could have a pretty probably significant camel toe in those shorts if you Jesus wanted to, Christ. but that's and, the new thing. And I have Nobody. a very camel toe, uh, like, compatible vagina. Like, it is... <laughs> I, what? Yeah, like, I I have camel toes in, in a dress. You can see my fucking... I don't believe that. Yeah, no. That's an exaggeration. You really think you can't... Like, if it's, like, a bodycon dress? Like, if it's the Kim Kardashian skims... Dress. I don't know. I've heard that that's you pretty smoothing. It it is. But my vulva is pretty <laughs> bulging. You have a bulging. Uh, hello, my name is Roxanne Acri, and I have a bulging vulva. <laughs> you want to go out? That's the thing now, though. Like, do you see the girls going to the gyms and they wear? They have got the matching thing on. I sound sold when I say this. This is what the girls do now. Uh, <laughs> Kids these days. Yeah, but they do. Like, they've got the matching outfits, but then they've got their like tights and stuff hiked up so you can see all the creases mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I don't understand to me it just doesn't like it's a comfort thing it's totally comfortable but it's also like why do you want to show that much I off like is boob cleavage not enough for uh, a man yeah or like your butt like literally those leggings yeah go like up your but yeah, too. like one guy, I was I was at a show last night and there was a girl that had like leggings on and and she was very well endowed in the back. Yeah. But she, in the front, I mean, the, the leggings were tight. And like, look, I have no judgment, but like my friend was like, yeah, you can see, you can see her pubes through her tights because that's how tight they were. Oh. And she had like a crop top on. And I'm like, you noticed? And he was like, I was like, why are you looking? Like, that was just like, he had to be noticing. I mean, he's a man, so whatever. But uh, I like that to me. They were probably poking through at the. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, like me. I don't know no. if she had underwear on, but like a lot of people don't wear underwear when they work out and stuff like that. They don't. Apparently not. Do you? 
I wore underwear 24-7. <laughs> I try to keep you it on when I have sex. Yeah. I wear it in the shower. I wear it in the pool under my bathing suit. Uh, <laughs> I keep it on during sex. I'm like, you just have to see if you can. You think condoms are strong? Try fucking me through my underwear. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Jesus Christ. My parents are going to listen to this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about all that. So you're going to work at Hooters. How do we get onto Hooters from a roommate? We were talking about... Oh, the boat dock. Yeah, the boat dock. Oh, the cat. Okay, oh, yeah. So I'm working on God, this boat that dock. Way <laughs> yeah, that was. So I'm working on this boat dock, and there was a really big flood one summer. And so my boss, who owned the boat dock, when he was down there tying up all the boats, mm-hmm. making sure everything was good, found this cat. So he takes the cat home with him. The next day, it gives birth to a litter of kittens. And he's like, I should have let that fucking cat drown. And <laughs> People love killing cats. <laughs> Dude. Um, it's a pastime in Kentucky. Oh, my um, God. And so he was like, now I got to get rid of all these cats. He was like, I will pay you to take one of these kittens off my hands. And I was like, pay? Oh, I get it. I get it. I yeah. Get it. Okay. And I told him, I was like, I'm 19 years old. I don't know where I'm going to be living next year. Like, I, I can't. And he was like, he was like, seriously, and I'll pay for all of the vet bills in the first two years. Wow. And I was like, for real? And he's like. He just literally didn't want the physical to have to take care of them. Yeah. But wanted them to have a good life. Right. Or something. Yeah. So he was like a good person. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I take this cat. I'm like, okay. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was, a te- I was 19 years old. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know how to have a pet or whatever. So, yeah, now I have little River. And he basically... You still have the same cat. Yeah, he grew up with me, basically. Wow. I'm not that old, Maria. No, I know. But, like, <laughs> you, when people move and stuff, like, I mean, we're talking from Kentucky he's to L.A. He's like, four different states He's with been me. a long way. Yeah. And he... Um, he hasn't gotten hit by a car. Like he hasn't no. escaped. Like that. If that's what always happens with cats. Well, I let him do whatever he wants. Mm. He just follows me around. So I would take him down to the boat dock with me, and he would just follow me everywhere I went. And he's never and disappeared. No. That. And so, and he was always an indoor outdoor cat. But when I like call his name or whistle for him, he always comes when he's called. Wow. And um, he's, he's he might be a dog. A little bit. Yeah, he sits on command. <laughs> wow. I had a cat like that. Yeah. He's a very yeah. very cool cat. So did that, were you a cat person before you had that cat? No. But now you have two cats. Yeah, so um, when he was old enough and responsible enough, I got him a cat. (laughs) The way you talk about it (laughs) concerns me. Yeah, so I got him, I got him a little kitten. um, Because that's not how I would talk about my dog. I wouldn't be like, oh, I got Bubs a dog because he's responsible. He's a fucking dog. No, Rivers. Oh my goodness. He's a little. Child. I'm trying not to judge you here. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> I try to. I Go try to be it. kind to cat people. I have a very hard time. Okay. I'm you're sorry. a vomiter and you're a cat person. <laughs> I don't know if we can. And my continue. cat vomits. Can you believe oh, it? Oh, <laughs> cat vomit is the worst. That is. I can handle my dog's vomit. Cat vomits like. It's like from another planet. Well, there's like hair in it and shit. And yeah, so now I have yeah. two cats. One is 11, one is six. Wow. And and it's hard to find roommates with two cats. Oh, I yeah. I tell you what, it's in LA. It's hard to find roommates, period. Right. Yeah. But letting people know like, oh, and I have two cats. They're like, never mind. Yeah. I also, well, a lot of people are allergic to cats. Like I'm technically yeah. allergic to cats and dogs, but a lot of dogs don't bother me. But mm. cat, like an indoor cat would really... You're like that, that, but the other thing is like cats, indoor cats stink. No, they don't. You probably don't notice it. You themselves. Yeah. Okay. 
That doesn't mean they don't stink. I obsessively groom myself, and I still smell sometimes. I never smell. Okay. I just had somebody on the podcast before you that said that their shit literally doesn't stink. That, and now you're telling me that you don't smell? No, my shit smells I, I really I gotta get bad. different guests on this podcast. Okay, this is out of control. You're like, my shit smells. My body, perfect. Uh, no, I started using that natural deodorant, so I smell. Oh. Like, for sure smell. You should probably go back to regular. It's just... I will take the cancer over the, the DO, okay? Aluminum, man. I can't. I can't. I've never smelled you, but now I probably will, just knowing that you use natural deodorant. I'm like, this bitch stinks. But I apply it like seven times a day, so you would never know. That's a that's a full-time job, okay, applying deodorant. That's a times, lot. But... Do you get stress sweat from being on stage as a comic? No. You don't? No. Oh, my God. If I If I think I'm bombing... I will start to sweat like profusely. Really? And it stinks because it's stress sweat. Do you know the difference between regular sweat and stress sweat? No, I, I didn't know. Oh, it's was a stress sweat. It almost smells like urine. Like that's how it's like, it's such an extreme. Like people are going to think I'm so gross. I'm not, but like. She is. I'm not. No, because literally the guy in the last episode I had on was like, you're disgusting. You are. This is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to have a podcast to show off how cool I am. And literally it's every guest coming on going, you're disgusting. That's so gross. You're so gross. Oh my God, Maria, that's disgusting. No, but stress sweat's a real thing. Like, and some people sweat, like, my face sweats way more than I want it to. Really? Oh my God. My, uh, my upper lip. Like out of your cheeks or like? No, my forehead, my upper lip, back of my neck. Interesting. Yeah, like I'm a face sweater for sure. And my face gets real, I'm so like pink. My skin is so pink. Like after I run and stuff, like I get very pink. And so like, Interesting. that's why I always have like foundation on because. Does your, does your, this, whatever. Does your face like sweat a lot during sex? Uh, depends. Depends. Depends on what, if you're on it just top. Depends. No, it just depends. <laughs> Probably on if you get stressed how long out. Ago I ate. <laughs> no. If you get stressed out, no, oh, no, no. That'll be great when my dad <laughs> listens to that. You're welcome, dad. Um, no, but do you ever sweat? The worst is like getting hot at night when you're trying to go to sleep because you're too full. Do you ever get that? No. Okay, great. Just me. I'm the disgusting. Yeah, no, no, no. When I get really high and I eat mm, a lot yeah. of food and then I get so hot and oh my God, yeah. yeah, I hate that. I mean, I'm getting to the point. I'm not, we're not that old, but like, I do feel like once you hit 30, it's like, I can't have Cholula too, too, too close, close to, to bed. <laughs> like I'll put, like, I love putting Cholula on like a quesadilla, like just like, or like hash browns or something or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if I eat if I make dinner like eight o'clock at night and I go to bed at midnight and I've had Cholula, like it's not going to be a fun night because of like, I'll have, I'll be like hot or like if you, do you get heartburn too? Like I never used to until a pandemic and now every once in a while I get it. You know what I think gives it to me though is I sound like such an old fat fuck. I think butter, I think butter gives me heartburn. Oh, you did tell me about that the other day. And my dog gets acid reflux. So some nights we're both like, (laughs) Really miserable. He does it. He looks like you know when cats are like about to gag up a hairball and they're like, (laughs) (laughs) that's what he does. But nothing ever comes up. It's just like this weird like reflux thing. And then I give him like I'll give him like a full Pepsi AC 
Uh, but yeah, I can't, I think butter, I think it's butter. I don't know. I can't figure out what else it would be. It could be also be hot, certain hot sauces, but I don't eat it. I try not to eat it that often, Hmm. but yeah, I feel like as you get older or like if you, if you take me to a steak dinner, I know you don't really eat steak, but if you take me to a steak dinner and you're like, I made nine o'clock reservations, I'm like, that's way too late to be eating a steak. Because you're gonna, you eat so much at a steakhouse. Well, and steaks that don't you steaks can't, make you poop. Uh, I mean, I think it depends on who you are. For some people, it's the opposite. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like I won't say who, but I know somebody who's like, I can't eat a steak or I won't shit for four days. Like it's like, but I also think it depends on how often you eat it. You know, like a lot of people say Taco Bell gives them. Can I eat this? Yeah. Eat this? Yeah, you can eat it. Yeah, good luck eating it. Um, you definitely won't shit for four days if you eat an aluminum can. <laughs> I don't want to put aluminum in my armpits. But yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll but eat I'll put, this I'll just, death can. <laughs> shove this down my throat, no problem. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, um, what were we talking about? I lose my train of thought so fast. Oh, my God, this is sparkling That's water. Awesome. was not anticipating oh, sparkling water. Do you water. like sparkling water? Not particularly. Oh, shit, okay. How do you feel? Are you going to make it? Are you going to survive? What if I, like, burped really loud and I was just... Well, you know, I've listened to podcasts where men will belch loudly and I have my AirPods in and it makes me turn the podcast off. Ugh. It's not... Like, if you're... Yeah, it's not... It feels friendly to do it right now, like, because we're here. But when somebody's just listening to to a podcast, it's a completely different experience. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, It's not great. I think we should, I think we should go work at Hooters. I think we should apply. Is there a Hooters in Los Angeles still? There has to be. Well, there used to be one in Santa Monica, and they used to have comedy shows there. Shut up. Yeah, and they don't. It closed. It's not actually. It's not very far from where West Side Comedy is. Shout out. Uh, feel free to book me. No, just kidding. Uh, not really though. Uh, <laughs> seriously. No, but we should. I think we should do it, and then we'll have you come back on the pod, and then we'll talk about the experience. Like, but you've never worked as a server. No, but I can get my food handler's license. No problem. I've got a boater's license. Wait. Can't be that different. There's a license <laughs> for handling food? Yeah, you have to, yeah, you have to get a food handler's license. To be a server? To work at anywhere that has food. Like if you worked at a grocery store, anywhere. How like, long has that been a thing? Forever? I've never had to do that. Oh. And I've worked at several restaurants. Yikes. In LA have you worked? No. Yeah. Maybe. All in Kentucky. Mm. I feel like there's no law down there. <laughs> There isn't. We're all marrying our cousins. I bought a horse in Kentucky. I don't even know. There's probably no papers for it. Uh, No, I think we should. Those are the only laws they have. (laughs) Yeah, if you buy a horse in Kentucky, we got laws. The horse registration laws. Yeah. I've been to Lexington, Kentucky. That's the only... Ugh, gross. Oh, okay. Wow, it's where all the pretty racing farms are. Actually, it's beautiful there, to be honest. I mean, there's just not a lot going on. Like, the downtown is pretty dead. Well, it's a university town. So yeah, it's, but it's still small. It's like a, it's feels small. Yeah, I mean, in terms of people. So I went to Louisville. So we hate UK. How did you say that? Louisville. Hull. Hull. Yeah. It's like so people who do. say Missouri. <laughs> no, it's not that bad, is it? Oh my god. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. One time I because I would somebody, say Louisville. Right. So one time I told somebody they're like, "Oh, where are you from?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm from Louisville." And they're like, "Oh, where's that?" And I was like, "Kentucky." I had a seizure every time you say that. <laughs> and they're like, oh. "They're like, where's that?" And I was like, 
Louisville. And they're like, oh, Louisville. And I'm like, shit. That's like, well, I'm from Oregon, and everybody says Oregon. And I was arguing with somebody the other night. Who says Oregon? Oh, my God, no. Oh, Tommy. Tommy was like, yeah, you're from Oregon, right? And I was like, where? And he was like, yeah, Oregon. I said, Oregon. He goes, you can say Oregon. I said, no, you cannot. I've never heard somebody call it Oregon. Oh, God. Oregon. Yeah. In Kentucky, we call it Oregon. Oregon Trail. Oh, my God. We play the Oregon Trail. Oh, God. I never played that game. Oregon Trail? Yeah. I never played the Oregon Trail. Do you know, how would you say, you know, the uh, Native American woman, Sacagawea? Sacagawea. But then I think it's actually Sacagawea. We sound like ignorant white people, but when that came (laughs) out, when the dollar came out and everybody's trying to figure out how to pronounce the name, Mm -hmm. because in Oregon, there's a lot of Native American names for things. Mm -hmm. Like, I I think the Willamette River, like, I think Willamette is a native term Mm -hmm. and then all the mountains have native american names but they've all been renamed to have like white names like mount hood and uh so we were all trying to figure i think it's chicago way i would be curious to know i love the way you said that i think it's i think every once in a while i sound really bad i think her name is chicago way uh And then do a little bit of the, like, vocal fry at the end. Saka, go away. Oh, my God. You know, it's funny because I, every time I talk like that, I do it in my mind as a joke. And then lately people have been saying to me, uh, I love it when you do that little valley girl thing. Like, you do it a lot. And I'm like, <laughs> Sometimes I can't. Because I do it so much as a joke now that I think I do it's it for real. It's part of your personality. Oh, no. <clears throat> oh, no. This is why it didn't work out when I, I dyed my hair brown once and it was not, I cannot imagine. it didn't work. It just didn't work with who I am. And I'm not like that blonde of a blonde. Like I'm not a, I'm not a dumb blonde. Wow. Okay. All right. You well, no, but you have blonde? like blue eyes and you have, yeah, you know, I look like, very stereotypical. I don't think my personality is as stereotypical as my look. No, you're right. Yeah. That's true. So, but being brunette, I felt I was lost in the world. Like, not only did I not know how to do my makeup darker, but I didn't know. Mm. I couldn't function. Yeah, I... D- you, you're invisible as a brunette. I went through a FYI. really bad breakup and dyed my hair brown. I did that one time. Yeah, I didn't... I had a breast reduction. I was like, I haven't changed enough about myself. I'm going to dye my hair brown. Oh, yeah. And it was right when I got into comedy, too. So, like, the first couple stand-up shows I ever did, I have brown hair. I look like completely... I'll have to send you a picture. I did a show at the Ice House. Brown hair, like, all the all my friends came to see me because I was, like, new to comedy, and it was awful. I was like, I can't be a brunette comic. Like, this won't work. This won't work. I, I'll never... I would dye my hair blue. Before I dyed it brown again. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Blue would look good on yeah. you. Yeah. You're like a natural blonde, though. That's good. I have, We're going extinct. I have light brown hair. Like, light brown, like, dark blonde kind of color. Yeah, you have, like, the dirty... That's... I mean, that my hair would be probably your color if I didn't dye it. Yeah. So, would you ever go blonder? Oh, yeah. I went um, platinum for a while. Oh, really? And then I actually um, toned it gray. So I had like mm. silver looking hair. Did you like that? I loved it. But it was so much work. And it really, I'm pretty pale. Mm. And it really washed out my yeah. skin. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing that's hard is like if, you, if you're not going to have your natural or close to your natural hair color, 
you have to really be willing to like put the makeup on. Yeah, or and it doesn't I just, look right. Um, and that's the thing. Like when I didn't have makeup on, I looked ill. Yeah, um, that's how I felt. Like I looked with brown hair. Yeah, and I think I looked like okay, but I felt like I looked so plain. I was like, <laughs> I've lost everything. <laughs> Being a blonde is more fun. It's just also a better life. Like it's yeah, in general. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, you you told us. Do you have any other crazy roommate stories you want to talk about? Because you've told us some really juicy ones. I know we got off on a tangent, but like, um, I just I think I think mostly you came on this podcast to get validation that you're actually a good person. A little bit. So yeah, I think. That, but that's honestly most of the interactions that I seek out in my life. I'm like, can you just tell me I'm good? Can you? Seriously? Well, it's, that feeds into the OCD. So one of yeah. my compulsive behaviors is reassurance seeking. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it's bad. So what if I just was like intentionally like, yeah, you were awful today. Like you were horrible. You were like, would that send you into a tailspin if I was just like screwing around with you in your um, mind? I would your eyes just rolled all the way back I in know. your head so I think that that really I would probably call my therapist honestly oh my leaving here and I'd be like I would be like um I currently am going through an opportunity to work on uh not engaging in compulsive reassurance seeking and she was like she would be like are you calling me for reassurance right now <laughs> oh my god yeah no I would it would what a cycle it's vicious. Yeah. You're the first person I've met that has this particular type of OCD. Yeah. Most people think it's like organizing things and like being clean and mm -hmm. shit, but it really affected like, especially my roommate situations. I was yeah. always crippled with anxiety that my roommates were mad at me or like yeah. they hated it me. It almost seems like a little bit of like, it's like, an. It, it, I don't know that. If you had never told me that you had this, I would never go, oh, I think she has OCD. Even mm -hmm. even though your OCD is not like the stereotypical type, I like I don't I wouldn't have classified that. I wouldn't have eventually figured that out. I would just be like, oh, she, you know, I don't even know what I would have said. Like well, I, I am like technically in recovery. So like I did a really intensive program at the OCD Center of Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Um exposure response prevention and so I'm I'm on the other side of it like if you would have met me five years ago you would have been like this bitch is a fucking psycho but like were you constantly asking people like are you mad at me are you mad at me are yeah because like I I mean I I don't have OCD but I've definitely had times in my life where I've like felt like if I don't hear from somebody, it means they're mad at me. Like my mom does that too. Oh, that's a normal reaction to have. Yeah, yeah, but everybody feels. But that I, way she to and an I extent. have both done that a lot, and I think finally I got to a point where I was like, we can't think that people are just mad at us all the time, like because they're probably not. Like well, people it's, have and lives. There's no way to live, and even if they are, then what? You yeah, know? like. But that's why. But my point in saying that is like, if you were constantly asking me, "Are you mad at me?" I would relate it back to my own experience of like being like, "Yeah, I mean, I could see why." she might feel that way or whatever. Cause I felt that way about other people. Like, I don't think I would have, uh, been like, Oh my God, this girl's got some kind of undiagnosed problem. Would you have looked inward and been like, is it me? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, probably. I'm very like, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not non-confrontational, but I don't like making people like up, upset or I'm, I'm so aware of my own actions that, when I have moments where I'm not and I've hurt somebody's feelings or like I've done something and they tell me, sometimes people don't tell you and then that sucks too. But like when people tell me, I feel so bad. 
Like I don't like I don't like hurting people. Well, of course not. Yeah. I, I like this. I do like talking a little shit, but like I don't like I don't like like I, I try to like when I if I do I try to think of it as like okay would I say it to this person's face right and with a with reason so then sometimes like yeah I would like that's why I like this podcast it's like you can kind of come on and like gossip about your past but it's not really like real gossip <laughs> right anymore because it's in the like it's 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 over and done with oh my god one time so in this thread. Um, so I was super anxious about what my roommates thought about me mm-hmm. and I was, um, and I didn't want them. This is like during my hoe phase. And at the beginning of my hoe phase, I hadn't embraced it yet. And mm-hmm. I didn't want people to think I was a hoe. Um, classic, classic. <laughs> and, um, there was a house across the street from ours, um, with a bunch of, um, Louisville football players. And one of them was so hot oh my god and I had a crush on him for like Mm. six months classic and we would always (laughs) like flirt with each other and stuff when I would see him you know going into his house and then one night after a big football game um they had a keg on their front porch and everybody was you know lost in the sauce and I was like tonight is the night and we so I like you know bring him back over to to our house and we're hooking up and then I hear my roommates come home Mm. and I didn't want them to know that I was well first of all bringing some guy in and not like giving them a heads up or anything but it was mostly I didn't want them to know that I was hooking up with our neighbor because I felt like they would be mad at me or think differently of me I was just very anxious about it so I made this man climb out of my window because they were like in the living room and I was like, they I can't it. know that you're here. Was it a and second so, story window? No, it, it was elevated off the ground. It was like one and a half stories. So we had okay. a basement. That's not too bad. So it was like raised. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't a tall guy. So it was a bit of a drop for him. Um, but yeah, I was like, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, what? We never ended up like consummating you know doing the deed because I was like you got to get out of here my roommates are home and he was like why does that matter and um I was like you're like because I have undiagnosed OCD (laughs) and they might get mad at me seriously I'm like put your clothes on he's like are you serious right now and I was like you gotta go out the window but why wouldn't you just go have gone to his place then if you were worried about all that Oh, I don't know. We Just were, think we about were pretty it. drunk. Yeah. So, and he literally lived right across the street. But you weren't so drunk that your OCD couldn't just take the night off. No, <laughs> no, that almost never happened. Aww. Like that was another level of intoxication that I would have to get to. Yeah. Which happened occasionally. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it happened to all of us, whether we had OCD or not. <laughs> Dude. Oh, and well, the thing is, like, I just have to accept the fact that maybe my roommates did hate me. So, like, I have all this anxiety. Yeah, and but most you can't people please are, everybody. Right, but most people are like, oh, I'm sure they didn't hate you. And I'm like, but they might have. Like, yeah, but they, like, it, you can't, you just can't please everybody. And, like, people may have disliked you at certain points in your youth that, like, were also silly. You know, like, where it's like, oh, I didn't like her during this oh, time. Yeah. But, like, you know, I didn't know any better or whatever. So... Well, Roxy, thanks for coming on Room for Rent. Oh, it was yeah, so nice to talk so to you. Yeah, where can people find you on the internet? Um, they can find me on Instagram, Rocks Acre Comedy. They How do you can spell find it? R O X A C R E E. Very good. Comedy. Awesome. TikTok. 
Facebook, all the places. It's all the same, same handle. All the places. And you're doing a lot of video content right now. You're doing some funny stuff. Are you enjoying that? Oh, oh my God. I love <laughs> nothing more. So much. Well, TikTok is the best. <laughs> Do you hear that, China? That's an important... But uh, like the opposite of that. Yeah. No, that's great. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, stay tuned for future episodes. You can find us on Room for Rent Pod on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find me at Maria Bruguer, B-R-U-G-G-E-R-E, uh, and at Bruguer on TikTok. So give us a follow. See you next time. <laughs>